Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Some of you are just tuning in. We thank you very much for it. Go back on the free Odyssey app later on. Not not now, but go back at 10 o'clock. Go back at like midnight tonight. I, I want you to listen to everybody. Yeah, geez. I wasn't going to say yeah, it. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, at what time did we get in a big fight? 7.20? We were mopping the blood up off the floor. Yeah, we got in a great big uh, knockdown drag out at 7.20 this morning over Evan Mobley taking threes. And there's people who agree with me, and there's people who certainly agree with Jason. And my whole thought of it was, okay, if you want him to take more threes and take a lot of threes, have him take eight threes because I want him to find the spots on the floor. I'm, I'm going to go with you the whole way, or I'm not going to go at all. Okay? We had that argument. Go back and listen to that 92.3 The Fan, 92.3TheFan.com, and on the absolutely free Odyssey app. And again, Jason, I while I disrespect his opinions at the time, I do respect his opinions overall. There's something that Jason and I do agree on. And this is going to get kind of weird. So yesterday, about 9.30, 9.35, it was like right before break, Danny Cunningham was in. And something about Donovan Mitchell was we were talking about Donovan Mitchell, and he said that Donovan Mitchell was the second best Cleveland Cavalier of all time. And I kind of went right by it for a second. I went, wait a minute, of all time? And oh yeah, I need something stronger than coffee. And then I went, okay. And I said, well, Kyrie Irving never existed. And I don't want to put words into Danny's mouth, but there was a back and forth between the two. Well, Danny tried to differentiate between best of all time and greatest. Well, I got mad at Danny. Because I didn't get mad at Danny, mad at Danny, well, but I got, got argument mad at, mad at Danny because Danny kept seeing them to move the goalposts. And it seemed everybody who agreed with Danny was moving the goalposts. Well, there's a difference between greatest and best. What the hell does that mean when we're talking about the greatest Cavaliers of all time. Because if we're talking about best and greatest, well, I think a lot of people just put best out there. LeBron, is he the best and the greatest? Is there a difference there? Tell me the difference. Write the fine line down and then tell me about the fine line if you want to. Because my whole thought is, guys, Kyrie might be a little bit different. Okay? You know what you saw. But then I thought, do they really? I don't mean to be an ageist here, but it seemed to be that a lot of people... Maybe we're prisoners of the moment, yes. or 
How long has it been since Kyrie played here? About uh, six years. Either they don't remember or they weren't paying close enough attention then. Now, Kyrie's been through a lot over the last six years. Because I'm going, I don't think there's any. And there were people who said, no, Ken, you're wrong. We'll be free as a number two guy. And I go, okay, well, guilty is charged on that. So now we're just going down the line of, of ageism and, and gatekeeping on generations of basketball. But it's like, all right. It's LeBron way up here, number one with a bullet. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna argue that. But you and I agreed with each other. We're going. Kyrie Irving's number two. How well, is that debatable already. Here's where we agree. It ain't Donovan Mitchell. But putting Kyrie at two, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm willing to put Kyrie at two. I'm just definitely not willing to put Donovan at two because well, it's who like, would you put it to then? I don't. I think there's a conversation to be had. It's like we forgot that basketball existed before. 2013 is the way that we're acting around here. I mean, they did play basketball in Cleveland in the 70s and 80s, and there was a guy named Austin Carr, and there was a guy named Brad Doherty. Well, I brought that up with him as well because I said, well, hold on here. If we're going to do this because you know injuries get brought into this, I go, if, if we're, and this was the whole best and greatest type of thing because I said the greatest talent I ever saw play at wide receiver was Josh Gordon. Yeah. And that includes Jerry Rice. Now, Jerry Rice obviously – Josh Gordon is not fit to hold the bags of Jerry Rice when it comes to the career, but the greatest talent I ever saw was Josh Gordon. It's a shame how it ended up. People don't want to throw that in there. So we got to differentiate careers and talent and all the other stuff. Like I always brought up the famous fight about Bo Jackson. Well, talent where it's at, Bo Jackson, overall talent, but the career wasn't on either side because of the injuries, what we wanted it to be. Well, with AC... I said AC could have very well been the number two greatest Cavalier of all time. And I brought up Brad Doherty. Had he not had back and knee issues, would right. he have been the number two greatest Cavalier of and all time? It's hard to compare eras because that was a completely different era. And I'm just looking down. I'm, I mean, points aren't the end all be all. We can't base Mark this. Mark Price, if he played in this era. Oh, Mark Price in this era would have been exactly. unbelievable. Exactly. And we can't base the whole thing on points. There's more to basketball than points. But if you want to go look at the scoring leaders all time, obviously LeBron's one. Z is two. And then Doherty three and Austin four and Mark Price five. So I just, I don't, I think, I think you can make a case for multiple guys to be two. You can certainly make a case for Kyrie to be two. He hit the biggest shot in franchise history. And I think because he is disliked, I think that weighs on people. The ones who do remember, it wasn't that long ago. You should remember. Anyone over the age of 20 should remember. 18. I, I cut it off at like 25 for whatever reason. And I just like. Well, I mean, I remember vividly at 10 and 12 years old, the heroes of my youth I, and sports. But I just think that guys are kind of looking at it because they don't like Kyrie. I think that has a lot to do with it. And it's recency bias. Donovan is what is here now. Had Donovan played here six years ago and Kyrie was here now doing this, they would probably say it's Kyrie. Uh, True. And I, I just, I, I just, it's a complicated conversation to have, but to definitively declare Donovan as the second greatest Cavalier in team history after a year and a half. I think is woefully short-sighted. Well, 216-474-0092. Who is actually better than? There's a guy, Donovan, right now, and, and I kind of wanted to get unfair about it. I want to get nasty about it, but it could get unfair where I'm sitting there going, okay, well, what if Donovan Mitchell decides he doesn't want to be here this summer? Where does Donovan Mitchell rank for some of you then? Oh, he'll fall down the list then. Okay, well, that's what we're doing. Because, I, I mean, I'm trying to put everything else. There's certainly things that Kyrie thinks that I disagree with. But if I'm trying to put everything else aside and looking at the basketball players, the best finisher I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I was with that guy every day for, what, seven years, six years? Mm -hmm. He drove me crazy. He drove me crazy. He and I were not tight at all. But I can separate that from who was on the floor and what he could do on the floor.
And he was magical with the ball in his hands. And then there's also guys like Mitch here who said that Donovan, now favorite's interesting. You said Donovan's your second favorite Cavalier of all time, Mitch. Yes. I can't. I guess I can't fight favorites. I just need yeah, to know a favorite, how. Favorite, it is what it is. I mean, but... you are twenty six. It's not like you're eighteen years old. And you must fall in love quickly. Well, here's you the fall thing. hard and he fall fast. Here's yeah. the thing with 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 a guy like Donovan Mitchell. I wasn't expecting. First of all, you, you when you make the trade from Utah, you were kind of running the risk of oh, well, you're getting this big superstar coming in, potentially affecting the the core that we kind of built up in the the twenty one twenty two seasons with Allen and Garland and Mobley, and it's. Fit like a glove. The guy, as you guys mentioned in the last second, he's been a leader for this team since he's gotten here, and he's been able to not only help you to get more wins than you probably would have in the past, but he's been able to help the other guys get better. He's been able to make shots, been able to make plays, been able to come up in big moments. That's kind of made me fall back in love with Cavs basketball, which after LeBron left, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to for a long time. He brought back your love of Cavs basketball. Donovan Mitchell did. Uh, I will. I'll take that. I'll take that back a little okay, bit because no, that that Cavs core, the twenty one twenty two season, that was when it got back to it. Um, but Donovan Mitchell taking that to another level the next year and the next year after that solidified it for me. If I were looking at my favorites, I I still don't know where I put Donovan Mitchell. I don't know if he hits the top ten yet. Well, and favorites don't have to include guys that are actually. Leading the team or you know contributing. I mean, Mel and, Hall was my favorite Indian as well, a kid, and now yeah. he's in prison. I mean, those are those are things I always joked, and it's kind of true. Luke Walton's one of my favorite Cavs of all time because he made the years well, in between LeBron. Oh, he was great. One year bearable. He's right? a great you, dude. You can make but that about. Let's Deli. not talk about our favorite all time Buffalo Deli's, Bills running backs. Then Delhi's one of them, and for some certain people, down Delhi is number one. I think J.R. Smith's another one of those guys that could be considered a favorite Cav of all time. Yeah, Delhi. I mean, we had the guy in the leather vest here who I I think he would have stabbed any of us over Matt Delavidova. Delhi almost died for your basketball team. Yes. And <laughs> they Smith, carried him out on a stretcher. J.R. Smith might have been the most fun I've ever had watching basketball. And I remember the night they traded for him because I thought at first, I, I thought that Amon Shumpert was the guy that yep. they should trade for. And they announced Jr. first, and I was fit to be tied because it's like, man, this guy's nuts. You guys are crazy. And then they announced Amon Shumpert. I'm like, oh, okay, so you're not getting that guy without that guy. And Jr. ended up uh, ended up being the guy I like more. Yeah, everybody liked more. No offense to Amon Shumpert, but he was <laughs> that trade went completely the opposite way of what everyone is it was expecting. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Shumpert was supposed to be the guy, and Jr. was supposed the throw-in. to be a mess. Yeah. yeah, and LeBron told Griff, "Bring him. I can handle it. I can handle it." He him. did. Two one six four seven four double O ninety two. Bill and Perma, you're next up on the fan. Yellow. Great, great question, you guys. But I, I think, I think you guys are are again being swayed by, uh, well, one, how long he's been here, and two, offensive uh, statistics. You know, in looking at a basketball player, and I've done this in the past, uh, in my in my past uh, experiences. Um, there's other things besides scoring. Who's the okay? Let's just take Kyrie. Who's the better defender? Um, uh, uh, Kyrie or... Um, Donovan? Donovan. A two-by-four laying in the middle of the court. What's that mean? <laughs> Neither one of them are great defensively. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not true. Yes, it I is. Asked, <laughs> <laughs> All no, right, go not. ahead. You two go. Okay, okay you, you, would say, you would say that Donovan is the same defensively as Kyrie. I mean, I would probably give Donovan a nod, but not okay, by that, but not that, but not by much. Donovan is not right. a great perimeter defender at all. 
was Kyrie that good at Kyrie all? was a swinging it's, gate. Right. Thank you. Okay, so it's Donovan. Who who makes the players around him better? Uh, I think both of them did. Kyrie had to learn how to no, do that when Ky- LeBron. Ky- no, Ky- listen, Kyrie had zero assists in a game <laughs> at Utah with LeBron, but okay. then he sort of figured it out. Okay, let me ask you this. Every team that Kyrie went on, did they get better or worse? Oh, by himself, yeah. He's not – He's not. Uh, he can be a bit of a cancer. There's no question about that. Okay, is Donovan a cancer? No, he's been great. Okay, but then the question always is, when a guy goes on to a team – and again, Jason, I don't think you're being fair with this because I think, obviously, it is obvious that Donovan makes the players around him better. Yes, he does. Then the question is, then the question is if he makes them better – what is it about him that makes him better? And you know the teams that he's that, that Donovan's on right now doesn't necessarily have. You know, you, you can say uh, Garland has scoring ability, but he's not good defensively. Mm. He doesn't make people around him better. So that so it's his team, and there's not necessarily stars on that team that he's on right now. Allen all of a sudden stepped up, but you had to get Darius Garland out of the way. So what makes him? He has made this team better. Absolutely, and, and I. And I will say that even with, get this, I will even say that even with LeBron, LeBron had a lot of difficulty making other players better around him because why? LeBron had to have the ball in his hand a (laughs) lot. Go ahead. Wait a minute. Go ahead. You think LeBron had a hard time making players better? I wrote a story on how much money he's made other guys. If you look at like the Booby Gibson contract, the Tristan contract, the Delhi contract, he made Moskov, more. Holy crap! He made okay, more so money for his can, teammates can throughout answer, his career than he right. made himself. Can, can I answer this question? Can I answer it? By all means. All right. All right. Last one. Uh, who do you think walked into the general manager's that's office? That's not answering the question. Oh, okay. that's speculation. Answer, no, you're asking another question. That's speculation. Oh, come on, come on. And uh, how how uh, in demand was Booby Gibson that's after he left Cavs? All right, Bill. Thank you for the call. I didn't even hear what he said. He asked, how in demand was Booby Gibson after he left the cap? Because LeBron made him better. He just defeated his own point there. I don't know where he was going with that. I don't know either. I'm just saying. I'll give him. Donovan has made this team better. There's no question. But that goes back to, I'm not ready to anoint Kyrie number two all time. I'm just definitely not ready to anoint Donovan number two. Is Donovan Mitchell the number two? 216-474-0092. I don't know how he's already the number two already. He's been here for two years, but apparently he's the number two. Also coming up, Mitch, please, at 940. And, quote, I have a good car wash story. That's coming up next on The Fan. What's this car wash story you needed to tell everybody? You know, no, no, no. Because you've just now, like, built this. I just walked in and said, because you like to look for these little quote, funny ha-has. Quote, I got a good car wash Be, story. To just work into something when you got an extra minute, minute and a half to I fill. I don't know what you get a reason not to, at me when not I'm sitting here to lead a I don't not know what you're doing build it to up me, for three man. hours. Not build it up for three. I didn't say a word about it until 20 minutes ago. Tell me your I was story. just going to say. I was just going. Are you done? Yeah. You're a child. Yes, I am. My 13-year-old is more responsible and mature than you. Responsible? Yes. Yes. Sir. Yes. Sir. Anyway, unlimited does not mean unlimited anymore is the only thing I was getting at. <laughs> unlimited? What does unlimited mean? Unlimited should mean unlimited. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You think unlimited should mean unlimited? Uh, unlimited to me means when you unlimited. Write unlimited, it means unlimited. It means correct, unlimited. Correct, 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 correct. correct, correct, correct. correct. So, <laughs> <laughs>
So Owen, Owen knows the car wash of which I speak. Let's not name names. I'm not. I can't even remember the name of it. It used to be something else. It's not Wet Go Unlimited. It's not. Okay. It's definitely not it's that. It's not the Wet Go. Wet no. Go is fine people. It's definitely not that. It but used to be Jason something else. If could eat a pilgrim in that bins while he went through oh, a Wet Go, he would you know he'd it. do that. He would in a hammer. <laughs> But this, this place, cranberry sauce everywhere. This place is like a half mile from my house. I pass it. It's in the direction I go every day. It's what toward it the highway. Jed Clampett's car wash. Oh, shut up. And the old company, Unlimited Men Unlimited. You could get your car wash five times in a day if you wanted to. It's unlimited. So a new place bought it, and I don't like this new place. They just make up their own hours. It's like the uh, it's like the the skit, the the the, the impractical joker skit of. Lane's open. Nope, lane's closed. Lane's open. Nope, lane's closed. The car wash is supposed to be open. It's not open. It's. I thought it would be closed. No, it's open. They just like randomly decide that when to come and when to go. I'm thinking right now if I got a story to share with you, if I if I should, but I'm going to. Go ahead. So And so I'm already annoyed with these people, and they've recently raised their prices, which I was unaware of. Apparently, we're on some family plan now because I got one for my wife's car and one for mine. And the other day, I went through in the morning – as I ought to do, got the car washed. Later that day, it was dirty. Like, it was slushy. It was dirty. I was on my way home. No line. thought, I'll just pull right through. Got up to the gate. The gate wouldn't go up. <laughs> I sat there. <laughs> now there's a car behind me. Now there's another car behind me. And I'm sitting there. And the gate won't go up. So I blow the horn. Like, hey, gate, put the gate up. Is that what you started yelling out yeah, the window? Yeah, it's a, a gate. This girl comes out and she said, you've already been through once today. I'm like, well, true, but it says unlimited. And what does unlimited mean? It means unlimited. If I want to do the Daytona 500 and just pull through here 57 times today, I should get 57 car washes. (laughs) And she said, you've you've already been through. And I I said, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm not backing up. So I guess you better put that arm up. She sends you through? She put me through. And I went through and I got my second car wash of the day. Now, I, out of spite, I try and get it washed every single day just oh, yeah. because. Oh, yeah. Before, it wasn't like that. You know, but now. She said somebody else bought it and the customer service has gotten worse. Oh, it's terrible. See, this is terrible. where uh, when you told me that, because there's been times where, you know, I'm a, I'm a neat freak. Uh, I won't eat in my truck, which a lot of people are surprised, but I won't eat in my truck. Um. Correction, I had to do that once a couple of weeks ago, but I can't tell you why. It's off the air. You'll laugh. You'll laugh. It's funny. All right, I'll tell you guys this right now. So between this show and the other show, there is a person who works at the TV station who, I mean, it is a Lyndon Johnson taking the space away. Like, you ever see the pictures that Jimmy has them and people go, oh, he's a close talker. Yeah. He'll do that to me while I'm eating. And want to just have a conversation. And it it is so jarring that I sat there and I go, I don't want to deal with this. I have to, like, I have to eat, obviously. And I have to, uh, I have to do this here because I don't, I knew he was going to be there. And I didn't want him to put his face in my face while I was eating. <laughs> and so I, I gave into the pressure. But they have a cafeteria down there. And I'm like, next time I'll just eat at the cafeteria. I freaked out. I couldn't do it. Uh, that That experience is not... Unlike a lot of people's experience, did you know, like, okay, so I'll share this with you. A few years ago, before I moved to the east side, I was living in Ridgeville. 
and I've I got to know a person who ran a car wash, right? And he's we. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We became friends. And I'm always looking for a different angle, something like that. And I said, you know, this play, the, he's got good customer service, the whole thing. And this is, again, years ago. And I says to him, I says, I'm moving to the east side. You know, we don't have anything over there. I, you know, let's, let's talk turkey. I'll get involved. And he's like, well, he, he kind of didn't want to tell me bad news. And I'm like, well, if you don't think I'm, I'm, I'm smart. Everybody thinks I'm stupid, but I'm smart. I go, if you don't know, he goes, no, it's not that. He goes, I got to warn you. I go, what? He goes, this is a cyclical business. And I go, what does that mean? He goes, there's a lot of major corporations or like investors that come in. And he goes, every 10, 15 years or so, over the last, they buy them up. They buy them from people. They run them and they basically run them into the ground. And then you'll see all these places closed down. And then new owners will, new owners actually want to do it. They'll buy it. They'll run it. Well, they they'll run get it. a customer base, and then they get bought out. They run it to launder their meth money through. Right. Whoa, whoa, According whoa. to the hey, research hey, that I've, hey, I've seen. Hey. Reckless speculation. It's a Breaking Bad reference. Settle down. Yeah, I know, but I'm trying to get some business done, too, and you're ruining all, all right. my stuff. You tell them I'll all my business out there. about you. Lord Almighty. Still Always that, about Ken. Still doing that Coke mule that you used to do? Or? That was like eight times. Anywho, then he's like, He's like, a lot of places are about to open up. A lot of places are about to open there, up. It feels like there's a car wash in every corner. And he was right. He was right. Like, there has been so many, like, out of town that have opened up. And he, I, was, I told him, he's like, I told you. He's like, let, the, let, the, let it blow over, and then maybe we could talk at another time. And it's been a few years. Like, I, the town I live in, they had to put a moratorium on it. Yeah, there's a car wash everywhere now. Yeah. Everywhere. But that's it. Like, if there was a person who was there, like, if they're local, like, again, if they, if they live down the street, like, hey, I, I mean, this guy's a neighbor. We got we to gotta make good on this. Like, yeah, it went through. The thing broke. Like, that's it. Like, there was, there was one situation. I know they were getting hydraulic fluid all over their windows and stuff. Yeah, it ain't good. Ain't good. Yogi in Cleveland. Hello. Hey, 
How you guys doing? Doing wonderful, Yogi. Go right All on right. ahead. I'm a little bit older than you guys, but uh, he didn't play for the Cavs a long time. But his uh, what he did, he saved basketball in Clinton. That's where I'll be free. That's one of the greatest Cavaliers because of what his contribution and well, by him saving basketball in Clinton. World has said, I've talked to World about this, when, when he first came here, he could you could hear the concession people shouting hot dogs or programs or whatever it was. It was there was I heard nobody it was bad, at the, there was I nobody at those games. Nobody. Yeah. Three two fifteen hundred people at the Coliseum. That's surprising to me because like you talked to Terry Pluto. Terry Pluto says it's a very underrated basketball town. No, I don't know Cleveland? if it was that way. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was that way. Like I bet Terry would say something different. Yogi, thank you very much for the call. It's a great point. I, I don't know if he would say it was that way then. It definitely wasn't that way then. I did the – one time we were doing, like, attendance stuff, I remember, and I did some looking into it, and I go, boy, it is the perfect mix where Pittsburgh and Cleveland, like, one has their hockey, yeah. and there's plenty of people who are Penguins fans here, and the other one has their basketball. And you go out to Pittsburgh, there are plenty of people wearing Cavs shirts. They hate our guts when it comes to the Browns and, and vice versa, and they don't really care about the Guardians like we don't really care about the Pirates. They hate our guts when it comes to football, but there are a lot of people who are Cavs fans the Cavs, over in Pittsburgh. The Cavs played a preseason game in Pittsburgh and, in the yeah. recent past because I covered it. It's, and when you look at the attendance, like over, it's like, okay, the Browns have actually done way better than Pittsburgh attendance-wise. Going by percentage of stadium fill-up, right? When it comes to baseball, both kind of bottom 10. Uh, Cleveland's done a little bit better, but when it comes to their hockey top 10 and when it comes to us, I think we were ninth the last time I looked a couple years, a, a year ago. Yeah. So it's like we do well with basketball. They do well in hockey. Like I, Terry said, it's an underrated basketball town. I believe LeBron created a generation of basketball fans that didn't previously, previously exist. Now I the think 80s, he created a generation of basketball fans who have created a higher standard for the Cleveland Browns and they are more interested in the Cleveland Cavaliers. Say it again. I believe that LeBron James there is a group of very young individuals out there who are probably like in high school right now and can't hear this. I believe he's he's created a generation of basketball fans who are Cavs first, and they have become very cynical about the Browns. The Browns lost a generation of fans, without question, with their absolute ineptness. My son is 21 and laughs at the Browns. He thinks they're a joke. Well, I'd like to fight your son. Well, you can. Wait, is he the big one? No. Okay, no, I'm not fighting the big one. The big one's 13. He's I'm not, not fighting a 13-year-old. I'm going to go to prison, and I'm going to get embarrassed. He's going to beat my ass. No, but but all the kids around his age, they're not Browns fans, because what did they grow up with? They grew up with trash. Well, I, but I think football is also – I'm not well, as hard on that. One gave you a championship the same time that the other one gave you a one in 31. Yeah, absolutely. But at the same uh, – also the point of this is, is that football, I think, is shooting fish in a barrel. I think you can jump into football at any time. Like, I think football yeah, – true. The NFL, and honest, honestly, the – the growth of the Subway alum, the person who didn't go to Ohio State but is an Ohio State fan, the person who didn't go to Florida State but became a Florida State fan, right. has taken college football to a new level. Like in the old, old, old days before we were only before we were all born in this room, it was like, hey, man, if you were a fan of Ohio State, it's because you went to Ohio State or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not Ohio State, but there was a, couple other, a lot of other places. Now you find more different fans there. And I think that that's helped football together. And because the NFL tries to be something for everybody, hello, see what's going on with the Super Bowl, I think it's an easy thing where it's like, hey, if the Browns are good, they're going to jump in. But I do think he's created a generation of like 18-year-old guys who they are Cavs first, they are basketball first, they love the NBA, 
And they have become very cynical about the Browns and what they do. Because when I was growing up, it was the Cavs were really good with Mark Price. And then things went straight to hell. Yeah. And I'm listening to Roadman talking about the team maybe moving. And then LeBron coming in. And it was kind of vice versa where we were begging the Browns to come back. The Cavs weren't very good. And then the Guardian or the Indians at the time were amazing. Well, that's where I was going to go. Look at 95, 96, 97, 98. Jacobs Field was a sellout every single night. Set yes. a record for consecutive sellouts. It was a thing to do. And and that's not, and I want to be clear. Like basketball in the 80s in Cleveland was great. Richfield was rocking. It was great. But when LeBron came, I believe that he create he elevated the Cavs in this city to the clear number two. And the Guardians are now th- look at their attendance. Look at where the Cavs are. The Cavs now part of this is because you had to buy season tickets during the run, during the playoff run from the previous year. But the night that they ended their 26-game losing streak, the year after LeBron left, it was a sellout. And it sounded in there like it was an NBA Finals game, and they had lost 26 in a row. And that place was rocking when they beat the Clippers in double overtime. I remember it vividly. And I think it goes back to what LeBron created around here. Yes, I agree. And now the Guardians are a distant third. And I don't want to make it into too big of a picture conversation, but... I don't think it makes it any better because when when people start talking about the Dolans, and I'm not defending the Dolans here when I say this, I say, well, you just got to be careful what you wish for or not even be careful what you wish for, but just don't think that the new people coming in because they'll eventually take over are going to be some group of people. Like I think they'll probably make a splash when they first take over and and get somebody out there, but I really think they're going to end up running like a business just like everybody else. I, I, I don't see any... Like the, the the Orioles are are selling their team. The Angeloses are selling their team. Yeah. Well, the state of Maryland's going to have a problem with it. The Angeloses are selling their team, and I'm thinking they're just going to run that like a business, just like Peter Angelos did. Well, very few owners are going to write personal losses. They're going to take personal losses, but I do think that there's, I think there's there's room between where it's presently being run and where it can go. Yeah. I think there's space for things to increase. I, told, I, I, I agree with you, but I don't know if they're going to a lot. And there's also the presentation of it. The NFL presents itself as if everybody has a chance, no matter whether you're in Kansas City, Missouri, or New York, New York, or Los Angeles. It doesn't matter. In the NBA, there's many criticisms about Dan Gilbert, obviously, and you've written about him. But there's also a presentation of, I will do anything to win. Dan wrote personal, Dan covered and, losses and on his personal to win that championship. <laughs> that's why there's people who are lifelong fans. I And, and, and I get that. Part I, of the I reason, get that. I was told by people, and th- these are not like Dan supporters. Like these are not people who would say it just to support Dan. These are people who see Dan for what he was in 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, who told me Dan lost like $50 million the year of the championship, the championship season. The Cavs lost $50 million. 216-474-0092. That's staggering. A couple of people who want to get in here. I'll get to you guys. And Mitch, you got a good one over there, Mitch? Can you tease me? I've got a very good one pertaining to one of our rivals. Okay. That sounds very interesting. Mitch, please, coming up next on The Fan. Tomorrow, 10-15, podcast coming up after the show. Now, Jason will be back with me for the show, 6 to 10 tomorrow morning. I'm going to be talking to Matt Adorney, the head coach at Mogador High School. We'll be talking about the big changes in high school football, Owen. I've got my questions prepared. You can ask questions, absolutely. You're more than welcome. It's like a chef's table for the emerging broadcast, or the emerging broadcast scene, the emerging... uh, Whatever we call podcast it. Podcast scene, yeah. 
Who cares? We should call that. It's like the chef's table because Lime ain't here, and I'm just going to do a boutique interview about the changes in, in high school football, the pitfalls, what to avoid, what to not avoid. Hopefully, it'll be fun. It'll be on the podcast. Are you going to listen to it or not listen to it? It's your call, 1015 tomorrow morning. 92.3 The Fan Extra on the free Odyssey app, brought to you by the fine folks at Extend Technologies. An Odyssey station. I want to get to these calls here, but first I have to bring in Mitch from Mitch Please. Now, you teased this well. This is audio now that's going to make the show better today. You did well yesterday. I think you're two for two on the week, Mitch. Let's see if we can make it three for three. And Jason officially has his feet up at 9.45 a.m. Where did you have it? Where did you have it? 8.14. Why? You, you hung out till 9.45. You to took bets up. on what time I'd put it's my feet on the bets. table? I just, we didn't make bets on little, anything. There are little quirks that happen when people who aren't the normals are on the show. Yeah. and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm abnormal. I would never oh, bet yeah. against a guarantee. <laughs> and the guarantee is that Jason is going to put a half-assed effort together. Oh, you got you so got Mitch. the full effort today, right up until now. Yeah, to get you mad, but well, either way, I blame it on only having two people on around the Super Bowl, which was not Mitch's fault; it was somebody else's. But uh, I figured by the time we got into the betting thing with the third person at around eight <laughs> fourteen, yeah, Jason yep. would be. In yep. full relaxed. I knew, I thought that was going to happen, and it didn't happen. And again, I had to get you mad. You see, you you argue with me, and you say, "Oh, I like being right." You are a puppet on my strings. Oh, whatever. All right, Mitch, what do you got there, buddy? All right, so I saw this clip from uh, KDKA CBS News Pittsburgh yesterday, in which uh, Steelers president Art, Ro- Art Rooney II Ooh. was talking with uh, Bob Pompliani about the Steelers offseason and a bunch of other things, and Rooney had comments on whether or not the Steelers would keep the door open of potentially getting a quarterback through a trade this offseason. Would you be willing to make a trade for a current quarterback if, you know, the price was right in that kind of a situation? Well, you know, as we sit here in early February, we're not closing the door on anything. Uh, you know, we, we have a, uh, a lot of evaluations to go through, and, and uh, you know, we'll go through all the options and, you know, do what we need to do to, to be better this coming season. Does that mean they're going to go after Russell Wilson? I think that was a standard answer. I think it was a standard answer. He is not a fiery individual. He is more of a let's go down the line individual. Yeah. Which is probably for the better. I mean, you could have him. You could have Jim Irsay. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty far away from Tomlin's answer after the draft when they picked Kenny Pickett. Uh, We're excited about it. Um, Just are. There's no way that guy's only 5'7". I I believe that's inaccurate. There's no way he's only 5'7". Yeah. He's not shorter than me. There's no doubt. Is there a concern of what quarterback they have next year over there? Because I think the concern is always just with us. Yeah, there better be concern with who their quarterback is. With their quarterback? Yeah, they're the freaking Steelers. They win with Kenny Pickett. Well, I know that, but I know that, but I think. Mason Rudolph coming into the playoffs this year. Let me me read. So much so that Lima named his kid after. Let me reset it. Yeah, that's going to be something he has to wear for a long time. Let me reset it. I don't think anybody really cares about any of the other teams right now. Like before, I think that we used to because we weren't very good. Uh, we would obsess with them. We're in this weird spot where we're good, but not a lot of people have full confidence in the quarterback. Fair. So I think that it's right now, it's like, hey, you got to make sure your house is in order before we go shooting cannons off at Pittsburgh about their QB situation or anybody else. I mean, ultimately, you got to take care of your own house, but you better look at what your neighbors are doing. Like, Apparently, yes. But I but I, I think if we had some big conversation, 
about Russell Wilson or Justin Fields for that matter, or not be Drake May, but like the fourth quarter, who might be the fourth quarterback taken in the draft? Could it be like J.J. McCarthy or something like that? If we were to be like a J.J. McCarthy, uh, just saying a name off the top of my head. Um, I think a lot of people would just go, yeah, let's worry about Deshaun Watson before we go talking about Pittsburgh Steelers quarterbacks, guys. Well, that's that's fair, but I, I think the, the Steelers are a team that's always in the playoffs, but I don't know that Browns fans necessarily fear the Steelers anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But if you put Russ Wilson on that team, do you fear them? Uh, no, I don't, but I think that they would be the I think they'd be the same way as they are right now. I think they can get in the way. I think they can stop you from making the playoffs. For sure. But they're not a they're not a whole scary threat not or anything Super Bowl like that. They're yeah. I, I don't think they're a Super no, Bowl threat. No. No, no. But there's not a whole lot of room at the playoff hotel and that's another mm-hmm. team knocking on the door. When they got when they got Arthur Smith, everybody made fun of it and I said, "Well, he didn't know what the hell he was doing with Derrick Henry." And I think that Najee Harris is okay. I don't think he's as bad as what I made him out to be at first. I think Jalen Warren is great. Well, I don't know why Matt Canada forgot how, who Jalen Warren was. Arthur Smith is not going to forget who he is. No. So he's going to take care of his quarterback because that's all he really knows. And they're going to run the ball, and they'll probably win nine games, and they'll be a thorn in the side, and they could possibly keep you out of the playoffs or yeah. other teams out of the playoffs. Yeah, I was talking to some people in Atlanta about Arthur and was told he's a good guy, he's a good coach. He picked the wrong quarterback, and his owner panicked. I think that's very, very true. Chris so. in Chicago, you're listening on the free Odyssey app. You're next up on the fan. Hello, Chris. Gentleman is a uh, ex Richfield resident, and uh, my high school graduated in the Coliseum. Uh, I want to. World be free was a great pick by that previous caller. He really did help save the Cavs. But I'm also going to cast a ballot for my second favorite Cav. Uh, Mark Price was the glue of those 80s, early 90s Cavs team. Mm. And he was he was really good, too. I would – if Mark Price – I think we all agree that if Mark Price was playing in this in this generation, it would be a totally different conversation yes. about Mark Price. Yes. I, I think – and what I mean by that is he is he is one of the probably top five most beloved Cavaliers of all time by Cavs fans. I think that he would be more nationally known it, it, with NBA fans out there. Josh and Berea, you're next up on the fan. Yellow. What's up, guys? Um, I will just have to disagree because, I mean, I'm 30, so I'm more of a new generation, LeBron generation guy, and it has to be Kyrie Irving because the sheer talent of Kyrie alone was part of the reason why LeBron came back, too, and I'm sure Jason could confirm that knowing how close he was with that team. I mean, the talent that Kyrie had, just the threat he posed on defense is knowing, okay, well, we're going to try and have LeBron beat us, Oh, wait, now we got a guy who has probably the best handles well, we've ever seen in the NBA. And on top of it, just not even the what he did in the finals, the games that he had when LeBron wasn't there, like that Portland game when he, had, he dropped 50 and Josh, had the game winner, Josh, and then 57 against the Spurs. I agree. Like, Josh, I agree. Thank you very much for the call. But I do think that if, if LeBron was in his prime and Donovan Mitchell were here, I don't think there's any chance he would think twice about coming here. I think he would just come here. Who, Bronton? Yeah. If Donovan Mitchell were here and LeBron was still 31 years old. If the team was how it is right now and we were eight years ago. Yeah. Would LeBron I, come that's here? That's what Josh yeah. is saying. Yeah. 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 100%. I so mean, I don't know if that's one of the reasons. <laughs> I put Kyrie we, number two, but I don't we, know if that's one we, of the reasons. We, we might be having that conversation anyway this summer. Oh. Whoa! You want to do that tomorrow? That's all. Goodbye. Well, you'll be back tomorrow. I yeah, will be back you, tomorrow. You have to come back. What a cliffhanger, everybody.
you sat on that. We, we've, we've been doing this show for four hours. Just pull a grenade and pull the pin and throw the grenade. There you go. I, I don't know anything, but hey, let's pull have fun Pull a grenade and throw the pin. Pull a grenade. Big thanks the to Sham Sharanya, who joined dude. us earlier today. Listen to that interview, 923thefan.com and on the free Odyssey app. Shams talks about whether or not the Cavaliers are going to be big movers coming up by the trade deadline tomorrow. We will talk trade deadline tomorrow morning for Big Country, for Jeff, for Mitch Apalooza. I guess that's what I just have to call him. For Jason Lloyd, for Lace and Joyd, for Lazy Ass Lace and Joyd, for the Slippery Wizard Anthony Lyman. You started looking at your phone during Josh's call. But you did leave us with a bang, so that's wonderful. I'm Ken Carmen. Have a wonderful day, friends. Hey. Cool, I got on the last show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.